Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Welcome back to Mood with Lauren Elizabeth. I'm Lauren Elizabeth, and this is the calmest you're going to probably hear my voice throughout this podcast because we just have a lot to dive into. We'll get into it. Let, let's explain. Okay. <sighs> well, I hope you guys are having an amazing time during quarantine. And you know, it's full of ups and downs. It's full of best moods and worst moods. And of course, we're obviously going to jump into my best moods and worst moods of the week. But let's start with a little bit of context, shall we? This episode is late and I wanted to just dearly, dearly apologize. I, it is just so hard. You know, first of all, I can hear my family in the background. It's like, do they have no respect? No respect. Mom, I attempted recording an episode and I just couldn't get myself to do it. Okay. Like the anxiety of quarantine is so real. There's so many factors. There's so much going on in everyone's life. And sometimes it is hard to show up for yourself in general, but to also show up for other people in a really massive way. And so I was struggling a little bit with that. And that's just totally TMI being honest, just totally admitting it. And my job is always my number one priority, but sometimes it really is hard to turn it on when you are just feeling so off. So after trying to do that, I re-recorded the episode, which maybe in hindsight is a good thing that I'm re-recording it now for the third time because it probably wasn't very good. And then I had extreme technical difficulties and a mental breakdown. So with all of that said, I have a feeling today's topic is going to be a breakdown of a mental breakdown. And this is not something to trigger any of you guys. This is something that's going to be light and fun. And we're going to just talk about positive solutions and just keep it real together. Everyone's feeling different types of way during all of this. And we are here in mood to support all of our moods, to be there together for each other, and to just really move through our moods in a positive way and not be hard on ourselves for them. So let's jump into best mood and worst mood of the week with that being said. So my best mood this week, I think, was the word decisive. And I say that because during this time and just in life, it feels like there's so many things that are out of my control. And I'm sure you guys can relate to this. And a lot of anxiety comes from the lack of control and either wanting to control things that you can't or fear that you can't control something. So when these moods come up that are maybe anxiety or stress or fear, I think the best mood that I kind of used to my advantage this week was being decisive. And when I say that, it means I made the decision to acknowledge my mood and decide what I was going to do with it. I put 
posted this to Instagram probably a few days ago saying that classic, classic serenity prayer you've probably heard me talk about. And it's kind of like no matter what you believe in, this is just a really good mantra and something to even just really spark something in your mind to even just think about, not to just even say as a prayer, right? And it's grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And so when I'm having a mood that's not so great and probably a worse mood, I think, okay, what is going on? Can I change it or do I need to accept it? So it's kind of thinking about what you can control, but the most important part is that decisiveness and not letting it consume you and deciding what you are going to do with it. So if you can control it, you decide how you're going to fix it or you decide what you're going to do about it. Because keep in mind, you don't always have to fix something. It's not always about solution and doing something and being your best. It's more just acknowledging it and deciding what you're going to do with it. And it doesn't always have to be something crazy. One of the decisions that I made and when I was being decisive is there's been multiple times in the past week where I've just not felt on and for my job you know I don't know how this relates to maybe what other people do in their lives maybe what you're feeling with your job or relationships or whatever but sometimes you're just in a bad mood and you feel so guilty and so shameful about it and sometimes you feel that pressure of like okay I need to get up make my bed I even saw that TikTok that was like don't get depression don't don't get depression don't get depression don't don't get depression and what I did instead is I just decided I I said you know what I don't feel good today. I don't feel like being on camera today. I don't feel myself. I'm going to just acknowledge this and I'm going to decide, you know what? I'm going to have a bad day. I stayed in bed all day and in a way where I made the decision so I was able to just kind of take a breath after that. And even though I didn't just turn my mood right around right away, I at least knew I made the decision and I decided to just let me have a day let myself lay in bed all day and then I'll make a new decision tomorrow and push forward. So that's kind of my little like tidbit about a decisive mood because it can be a best mood because you're actually just letting your emotions and moods move through you in a way that's not building so much shame and guilt and anxiety on top of probably already negative feelings, which then obviously brings me to my worst mood of the week. And I know this is like just such a repetitive and constant kind of feeling throughout all this especially it's not like I'm trying to beat a dead horse but anxiety comes in so many different forms and so many different ways and it really just takes a hold of you and if you guys are like me and you struggle with you know severe anxiety it's just it's different on a week-to-week basis sometimes you have these amazing tools and you're able to manage it and sometimes it just comes out out of nowhere and it totally throws you for a loop and so I think my worst mood of the week was just kind of having a new form of anxiety and it feeling so out of my control that even some of those decisive moments I had, I had to actually give myself a break. Whereas usually I can think even more logically and push through even more. But listen to myself, even as I'm talking about this, I'm still kind of playing a little bit of devil's advocate on the other side of like, but I could have done more. And that's where it's like you want to try to like stay away from. It is okay to have anxiety. It is it is okay that it's repetitive. It is okay that it sounds like something we're always talking about because I hate to break it to you guys. It's probably never 
never going away in a lot of us. And so you might think, oh, I always tune into this podcast called Mood and her mood's always anxiety. Well, first of all, the podcast is called Mood because we're talking about moods. Second of all, everyone knows I have anxiety. And as someone with anxiety, I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you guys and pretend like it doesn't come up and fuck up my week, you know? So it was my worst mood of the week. I had a really shitty spell of anxiety for quite a few days that took on many different forms. It wore many different masks, which I haven't seen in quite a while. And between being decisive, having a great support system, letting myself have those kind of just depressed and down days, I was able to pick myself up today and have this creative outlet and talk to you guys and just get it all out there. Whew, that honestly felt kind of good. But guess what? I couldn't have done that a few days ago. And that's okay. So if you're feeling bad right now, don't feel like, okay, I need to manage this right now. I need to get out. I need to get a hobby. I need to do this, this, and this. You have to let the moods move through you. And you just have to be okay with not being okay sometimes. Just like similarly I said a few weeks ago, I was okay with being okay. And guess what? Now I'm not it's okay. In this moment, I am feeling okay right now, but it's because I know I need to show up for myself. I need to show up for you guys. And after taking the time to take care of my mental health, I'm able to get on this podcast and share it with you guys because that's a fucking mood. Something else that is great for moods is Beach Body. Yes, one of my favorite sponsors, especially while we're all stuck at home. And you might be thinking, what is Beach Body on demand? Well, guess what? I'm the girl that's going to tell you and going to change your life. One of the best things that is going to boost your mood is actually moving your body around. And you can actually take classes in the comfort of your own home with Beachbody On Demand. It is an easy to use streaming service that gives you instant access to over 1300 super effective workouts suited for anybody at any time. And the only secret to getting results is getting started. Is that not like the most inspirational thing you've ever heard? Like dang, that's really the secret. So if you guys don't know, this is actually the same company that was behind P90X, Insanity, and 21 Day Fix. And you can now check out some of Beachbody's newest programs like the Morning Meltdown 100, 80 Day Obsession. And honestly, nothing sounds better than a morning meltdown to me. I don't know why. Like it just feels like I would feel incredible after that because honestly, I've been sticking to more of their yoga and dance classes because I feel like that's just been the absolute best thing for my mood lately. Just really being able to move my body but not feel like I'm working out like mentally. So it's more of just honestly a stress release and a total mood booster. So they have everything you guys could ever need. They have hundreds of effective workouts for all fitness levels. And they even have workouts as short as 10 minutes that don't require extra equipment. So if you're new or if you're stressed and you just need a quick fix, that is my number one tip. You can watch on your computer, web-enabled TV, tablet, smartphone, Roku, Apple TV, Chromecast, and more. So I'm going to be trying the Morning Meltdown 100 after already absolutely loving their yoga. I really want you guys to try this service because if you haven't moved your body all throughout this whole staying at home order, now is the time. I promise you guys it's going to boost your mood and you're going to feel great. So right now, my listeners can get a special free trial membership when you text MOOD to 303030. You will get full access to this entire platform for free. All the workouts, all the nutrition information, and support totally free. Again, just text MOOD to 303030. Now jumping into mood boosters, I had quite a few different mood boosters this week. And what I realized last night after finally being ready to record this, I was like, wait, I had all these mood boosters that kind of felt 
good, but not great. And I couldn't quite think of something because, you know, when you're stuck inside all the time and you're not really switching it up too much, it's hard to come up with even more mood boosters because you've kind of got it figured out and it's kind of a consistent thing, which is great, actually. If you have consistent mood boosters that you always turn to, that means that they're now tools, you know, and it's not just a quick fix. Like those are a part of your daily routine. So the mood boosters, I actually figured out that really, really helped my mood this week were actually just watching comedies. And I know this sounds so vague, but holy shit, I realized last night that it almost like saved me this week. Because like I said, my anxiety was so horrible. I was feeling so down in the dumps this week. And when it was just kind of starting and I decided to have a bed day, I started watching Curb like probably a few weeks ago. I started it before quarantine, but didn't fully get into it. And it was one of those shows that I just always heard people talk about curb, curb, curb. And I had no idea what people were referring to. But of course, you know, now I'm older and wiser and I know all about curb your enthusiasm. And I just was binging curb your enthusiasm, AirPods in, iPad on my lap in my own little world. I think I mentioned this in my YouTube video, but what I've really been loving during quarantine, because you don't really feel like you have a lot of space and a lot of alone time when you're stuck inside and potentially with other people. So instead of having my room become my like oasis, I've made it even smaller. I've shrunk in the space to become even more personal. And when I have my noise canceling headphones in and I'm on my iPad, I feel like I'm just like in this little cocoon and it just feels really personal and cozy. So that's kind of a pro tip. If you're not someone that usually watches TV and stuff on your iPad, but you have one, I recommend trying it because it kind of just makes you feel even more like it's just you and you're the only one watching your thing. It's just, it's really personal. I don't know if that makes sense but I feel like if you try it you might understand it but anyway I was binging curb your enthusiasm like all day on Friday last week and it was just the best feeling ever because it really just takes you out of yourself and it's similar to how reading can be a mood booster but sometimes that requires a little more let's say effort because you know reading eyes literacy I mean no one has to teach you how to watch tv but you gotta you gotta learn how to read you know so it takes a little bit more skill but watching care of your enthusiasm you just get in that bed you turn it on and you just laugh I mean it might not be everyone's type of humor but I have just been finding it absolutely hilarious I was in bed last night and it was almost like I didn't want to go to bed because I finally had my mood being boosted by this show that I was like I don't want to go to bed because I just want to keep laughing at the tv (laughs) that sounds fucking sad anyway I've been watching Curb Your Enthusiasm which is a total mood booster so I highly suggest it and my other pro tip is when you're watching shows that have been on for so long always start with the new okay I'm not gonna say always because this might not work for everyone but what works for me is start with the newest season because with shows like this you don't actually there's not a huge storyline like obviously with something like Game of Thrones you can't start from the newest season but when it's something where like there's a subtle line of the narrative through it but it's more just like episodically individually watchable so you can actually start with like the last season of Curb and work your way back and why I say doing this is because one obviously the film quality is so much better and so you just feel like you're not watching a super old show and you have to get into it with a pilot so you're already laughing and when you go back it's it's this like new you get to like unfold a new chapter and you're like oh okay I see how we got here and it's not like you're confused because it's just funny one-off episodes that you can follow along with so I actually prefer starting at the newest and then going backwards I also did that with 
with Law and Order SVU. And it's like, I would have never really watched Law and Order from season one to season 22, but I started on 22. And I'm not going to tell you what season I'm on now, but let me tell you, I have gone through seasons of Law and Order. And then the other comedic mood booster, it just came out on Netflix and it's the Jerry Seinfeld special. And I watched it with my mom and my brother last night and we were absolutely cracking up. It is actually so, so, so funny. I know that Jerry Seinfeld is obviously like huge and people love him. But once again, I haven't been wise. I haven't been old and not old in a bad way, just like old in a wise way. Obviously, that's why I said wise first. But I just, you know, I've just been stupid. I've just been a girl scrolling on TikTok when I could be watching Jerry Seinfeld. Seinfeld? Seinfeld on Netflix. Whoa, there's a Seinfeld theme. Anyway, it was so, so, so good. It was so funny. And there's no better mood booster than laughing. So if you're not around people that are making you laugh, put your AirPods in, pull up something funny on Netflix or whatever. Because obviously I love watching thrillers and crime and all that stuff because I get so into it and it's like my blood starts boiling. But sometimes it's just so nice to laugh. It's like the best feeling to just have a lazy day and binge episodes and watch something and you're just boosting your mood. And if you're decisive about it, you're not going to feel guilty. You're not going to shame yourself for it. Just do it and fucking laugh. My other mood booster this week, which is more of a mood, a mood mentionable potential, mentionable and potential booster. And I did a ton of research on this product because I'd mentioned in a different podcast, I think with the OK Sis Girls, where I hadn't found a probiotic that I felt was a total game changer, mood booster, like must have. I know how important they are for you. And I know how important gut health is. Gut health is essential for immunity, digestion, skin, stress, just like everything, right? And obviously, this is something you want to consult your doctor about. But like I said, it's just an honorable mention because I did a ton of research on it. I read tons of reviews on it. I read through their whole website. I heard about it through Melissa Wood Health, through a ton of other people on Instagram, not in a sponsored way. Like I literally just found random people's testimonials. Like I was just going down a rabbit hole. And I was so impressed with this brand, how their packaging is biodegradable, how it's a subscription service. So you're not wasting different packages and just gets delivered to your door. This sounds like an ad, but it's not. I was just honestly really, really impressed. It's called Seed. You may have heard of it. I'm not even going to get into like why it's so great because I think you just need to research it for yourself. But I'm, I've am i been taking it for a week. I told myself I was going to take it every single day for 30 days, which is also just like a super easy, non-negotiable challenge that you can hold yourself accountable for. That's really, really good for you too. And so far, I really, really like it. A lot of people also asked me um, how I feel about love wellness. And I think I've definitely talked about it on here before. I take the hashtag mood pills, which is just way too on brand for me. And then I take the metabolove and then I take the bye bye blow and then the sleep one. And I'm on my second month of love wellness. And usually I don't notice a big enough difference to remember to take pills every single day. But I genuinely notice a big difference with the love wellness formulas that I'm on my second month and I've pretty much taken them every single day. There's been times where I'm irritable and just different stuff like that. And I've noticed that on the days that I'm more irritable, I actually 
forgot to take the mood pills. So it's very interesting. You know, obviously, I think when people look to supplements and stuff, they expect it to have an effect like a drug or alcohol where it's like you immediately like you take a shot of tequila and like, you know, you're getting drunk. But when you take a supplement, it's not like you're taking a drug like you're not it's not like taking a Xanax and all of a sudden you're relaxed like these are supplements. These are things that are really just really, really good for you are going to address some issues and they're called a supplement because they're supplementing things you're probably not already getting, you know, the way our food is made and our diets. There's so much that goes into it. So there's a lot of things we need to supplement that we're probably not getting in some of the food we're eating because of the way it's grown or the way we buy it or just the way we're eating it. So I like taking supplements because I feel like they just kind of supplement some stuff that I'm not probably getting and I'm a person with enough problems that that supplements are a small thing that I can do to boost my mood. I think the thing that's made the biggest difference for me is the fiber sparkle and you could probably get any type of fiber but I do take the one from Love Wellness and I take it at night which I don't know is right or wrong but I haven't noticed any like digestive issues or bloating. I've actually noticed the opposite. It's just like absolutely amazing. I think the biggest thing I've noticed is taking more fiber because I probably wasn't getting enough fiber in my diet so the fiber sparkle has been the biggest mood booster and game changer because I just wake up feeling like amazing so that's just what I've been taking right now that's what I've been watching right now and that's kind of how I've just been boosting my mood I obviously was having a really bad week and this is why mood boosters are so important because even though I woke up crying yesterday I walked back upstairs and took my probiotic because I was like wait I need to take this every day for 30 days like and I dragged my ass upstairs and I took my probiotic and I'm not a disciplined person you guys like I was that person in high school that if the teacher told me to do one thing I purposely told them the opposite honestly I was a fucking nightmare in high school literally my teachers are probably so confused at like what I do now because they everyone thought I was going nowhere in life which I probably wasn't um but that's besides the point mood boosters can be things that are new and different and take effort or they can just be like these little tools and these little things that just boost your mood and that you try and they give you an extra little boost. Something else you guys can do while you're spending all this time inside is get on Skillshare. It's one of my favorite things to do to learn more and just kind of level up in what I'm already doing. There's so much to learn. Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of inspiring classes for creative and curious people. Explore new skills, deepen existing passions, and get lost in creativity. There are so many ways Skillshare's membership with meaning is valuable in this moment. Strong community is essential in times of hard Tap into the support of fellow creatives who provide encouragement, communication, and inspiration. I've said this before, but one of the main things I'm loving is that they have class topics on productivity, which is something that I just know I need to enhance in my life. It's something that I don't have enough discipline in, and I want to just learn all of the tips and tricks and hacks because not everyone's going to find the same tip work for them. And that's why I've been loving exploring Skillshare's classes on productivity. They also have lifestyle, freelance, entrepreneurship, creative writing, film, video, graphic design, photography, web development. You guys, the list goes on. Skillshare offers creative classes designed for real life in all the circumstances that come with it. It's always the right time to stay inspired, express yourself, and connect with a community of millions. I think this is also really great for people like 
probably you and I, that are anxious because you can settle your mind and explore classes that may help you express what you're feeling through creative self-discovery. You can also find structure for setting small goals and feeling a fulfillment of self-accomplishment with their productivity or creative challenges. Even classes like drawing, writing, and journaling can help manage stress and practice mindfulness and feel connected to one another. If you're like me and you find yourself rearranging furniture, you can move with purpose and get inspired with interior design classes. I mean, come on, how many people are like, oh, I want to do something to my house, but I don't know how to do it or what to do, or I need to get inspired. As long as you're curious, you will find something with meaning on Skillshare. Like I said, I'm doing the simple productivity, how to accomplish more with less taught by Greg McCowan. If you guys want to follow along too, I'll talk about it more in a minute, but I'm just needing this so much right now. Self-care is so important. And a lot of people forget that creativity is a huge part of it. So Skillshare is super useful right now to open your mind, relieve your stress and challenge yourself. Explore your creativity and get two free months of premium membership at Skillshare.com slash mood. That's two whole months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. Get started and join today by heading to Skillshare.com slash mood. That's two free months of unlimited access to thousands of classes at Skillshare.com slash mood. Today's topic is just going to be catching up real talk with Lauren because honestly, we've had technical difficulties. We've had life difficulties. We're in the quarantine groove of things. And you know what? Let's just let's just chat. OK, just leave me alone. <laughs> OK, so one thing I was going to do before I started having a mental breakdown for the past few days, which, by the way, is super fun. I will post a picture of what I looked like yesterday on my Instagram story because <laughs> It wasn't cute. You know, crying just really does wonders for puffing your face up. But one of the things that I actually did and I posted it on Lauren Elizabeth Inc. is kind of like a productivity planner. And there's so many different things that work for everyone. And so I'm still trying to figure out what works for me. But what I started noticing is that obviously we're stuck here and obviously there's a lot going on. But sometimes Mondays and just stuff like that really stress me out and I kind of procrastinate and then on the days that I want to do something I do it all like at once it's like a binge I decided to kind of structure out my week loosely because I don't want to put pressure on myself that's unmanageable I don't want to end up shaming and making myself feel guilty but I did notice a common theme throughout my weeks every single Monday I go to therapy it's a non-negotiable every single Tuesday I do my podcast unless I have a mental breakdown it's it's non-negotiable. And there's certain things that I do. I noticed I was cleaning the whole house on Friday. And my mom even said, oh my God, why don't you just do a little bit throughout the week? And then you won't go insane and just spend your whole day like deep cleaning. And although I really am someone that likes to go all in on stuff, it's like I need to find a way to live a little bit more in the gray area. Because I think sometimes our flaws are actually some of our greatest qualities that set us apart and give us a little bit of grit and edge. I think there's also ways to know when to reel it in or to really kind of go outside of your comfort zone. So I was like, okay, Kiki, you have a point. I think you're onto something. So I decided, okay, I need to kind of like settle my mind and not just go all in on certain things on certain days unless that is what I want my day to be. So I made this little template that was really, really simple. And this is something that is actually going to be the same every single week. So it's not just like, okay, this week I'm going to do this, this, this on this day. Because then it's not as much like a real, real structure. It's more just like, oh, I'm planning out my week 
week. This is more like every single week, these are the things I do on these days. And this might not work for everyone. I don't even know if it fully works for me yet, but I'm trying it. And it gave me a little bit more of an ease into my week before I had a mental breakdown. Just keeping it real. So you can do this for yourself. And it just requires a little bit of thought of like, okay, what am I kind of cramming into one day? What would be better if it was spread out? Are there certain days I should dedicate to certain things? You can even incorporate personal and professional things into this structure. I did that a little bit because on Mondays I did like housekeeping for work. So that's kind of going through all my emails, setting up myself for success for the week, kind of getting to anything that was incoming over the weekend. And then I know I have therapy on Monday night. So once I get everything in order, then I know that I have a little bit of free time before I have like a personal night. On Tuesdays, like I said, it was the podcast, which requires, you know, quite a few hours of work. So that's the main priority of Tuesday. On Wednesday, I have a different therapy session. So I know that that's always non-negotiable on Wednesday night. And then during the day, I have small priorities like, okay, I always have a team meeting on this day. And why not just wipe down all the counters? Just like stupid little things. Not stupid. I know I use that word too much, but just small little things that sound silly in a sense of like wipe down the counters. But I actually did it this week in a sense of I did didn't let my like OCD crazy person cleanly freak get a hold of me because all I want to do is just clean like a psychopath right now and I knew I was like okay I'm gonna change my sheets and I'm gonna do the bed and I'm gonna do this stuff on Wednesday and then on Friday I'm gonna do the rest of the house and honestly breaking it up into two and just structuring out writing it down making that my new thing was so much better. So that's just a way you can look at your week and kind of try to ease some anxiety and stress because you're actually giving yourself free time that you can enjoy. So it kind of goes back to what I'm saying about being decisive. If you know that on Tuesdays you do this and Fridays you do that or whatever, then on Thursdays when you have the free time, you don't feel like you're just procrastinating. You actually can enjoy it and relax. And then of course there's the idea of, okay, what is my daily routine of like, what are the non-negotiables? I'm starting really, really small. I'm starting with a list of like three priorities in the morning okay what are things I really need to get done today obviously always some form of gratitude and then I made like a don't forget list so that I don't feel pressure because sometimes my mind can just really go on and on and I'm like oh don't forget to text this person call this person da 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 do this do that but at least I know that I have my three priorities for the day and everything else is just like a hey don't forget and it might make the list of priorities tomorrow or I might just end up doing it but it's not like this crazy thing that's becoming a stressor in my mind so that was something that really helped me get through this week and obviously when you have like a full breakdown a lot of this stuff goes out the window because you're so overcome with just like fear and anxiety and stress and all of that stuff but what I've learned is to just really really listen to my body obviously I'm not encouraging myself to have a panic attack that just comes out of nowhere I can obviously encourage myself to calm down after I have some type of episode like that I'm not saying okay I need to like go back to my list and do this and do that I really like lean on my support system I really try to calm myself down if you noticed I didn't post on Instagram for like two days this week obviously the podcast was late I physically and mentally just couldn't do it and if you struggle with mental health you know that that's just not a sign of weakness it's not a sign of laziness it's genuine and it's real and sometimes it happens and it's okay so not every day you're gonna wake up and have your three priorities and your gratitude those are the things that are small steps that you implement into majority of your day so they 
become tools for you when you're healthy and you're able to do them. But sometimes you're not going to be able to do them that day. And that's okay. I haven't done it the past two days. I have been leaning on my family. I have been just trying to laugh at TV. But now that I'm starting to feel better, I know that, okay, I have these templates on my iPad. I already made them. I already kind of filled them out. I know the structure of them. They're not as intimidating now. They're not as scary. I made them. I know they're made for me. I don't have to compare myself to anyone else's productivity. I took a break from social media because honestly, being stuck in quarantine, social media, you really have to be careful. You have to curate it. You have to make sure that if you're being influenced, you're being influenced in a positive way. And you know what, even as someone who's an influencer, I didn't feel like I was being influenced all the time as a positive way. I found myself comparing myself to other people. I found myself beating myself up because I didn't look a certain way because I didn't work a certain way. Just everything. You just get in this shameful cycle. And there are so many ways to obviously healthily break yourself out of that. But sometimes if you just need to shut off, if you need to turn off the world, you can have a pity party day. You can't have a week, a month, whatever, because that becomes concerning and there are other steps you need to take then. But if if you're someone who has the tools and has the support system, don't beat yourself up. You don't have to make this productivity planner and list today. You can be decisive on your mood and decide, you know what? Today's a me day. I'm going to read a book. I'm going to watch TV. I'm going to eat in bed. I don't care. I had every single meal in bed the other day and it felt fucking great. Okay. And I'm not embarrassed to say it. And guess what? In order to not feel bad, I couldn't go on social media and see people posting their highlight reels and showing their productivities. Guess what? Sometimes that stuff is motivating and inspiring and I need that. But some days I can't handle it and that's okay. Doing these things for yourself allow you to then show up for yourself the next day in turn, which allows you to show up for other people. And right now we need to all be in this together. So you need to take care of yourself in order to be there for others, but more importantly, to be the best version of yourself. And that just trickles down into everything else in your life. Trust me, I know it's fucking hard as shit and not every day you feel like doing it and that's okay. After I do this podcast and edit it and get it up, this was my number one priority for the day. And honestly, I might go back to watching Curb after this. I don't really care at this point because that's what I need and that's what I need to feel okay and I need to take it easy and I need to be kind to myself I need to learn how to breathe again I need to figure out which meditations are going to work for me but if I don't meditate today it's not the end of the world I know if I wake up stronger tomorrow I'll be able to do those things but I won't be able to wake up stronger tomorrow if I don't take this time for myself and just be lazy and just lay in bed I don't give a fuck who tells you that you can't do that like I really don't you need to take care of yourself and you need to decide Side. Am I going to be kind to myself today? Am I going to take care of myself today? Am I not going to be influenced negatively by others and compare myself to other people today? You are in charge. You drive the bus. You don't have to let your feelings drive the bus for you, but you can feel them and you can decide what you're going to do with them. And it doesn't always have to be something fucking crazy. You don't have to go out on a run. You don't have to do these things. Yes, those are great things, but they're not always things that you feel up to if you're just not feeling up to life today. Day. that's okay you're gonna be able to do it tomorrow you're gonna be fine it's not something that's gonna last forever I promise you that Friday I thought that feeling was gonna last forever but I decided I'm not gonna beat myself up about it let's just see where this takes us by Saturday night I was like huh I feel like I could do it tomorrow Sunday had a great day that's fine 
It took me two days to get there, but that's okay. Honestly, that's just my little rant for this week. I just, I feel like I know that things seem repetitive in this time and there's so much information coming at you about how to deal with quarantine, how to deal with the virus, stress, and everything that's going on. All I want to do is make sure that you feel like your moods are okay. I don't want you to feel like you have to do a certain thing or feel a certain way. I just want your moods to be able to come in and you accept them and not beat yourself up about them. Everything is going to work out. Not every day has to be perfect. And I just want you guys to feel supported in that. And I just want you guys to have a space where you can turn to. And each week, you're probably going to get a different mood. That's why the podcast is called mood. Not every week is called happy. Not every week is called anxiety. Not every week is called productive. It's called mood because there's different moods and we're going to talk about them. Sometimes we're going to laugh. Sometimes we're going to cry. Sometimes we're going to be inspired. Sometimes we're going to be lazy. It's okay. You're never going to have one mood every single day. You're never going to have one mood every single week. That's why we do best mood and worst mood and we keep it real around here. You feel? Do something for yourself today. I'm going to get this podcast up for you guys today and then I'm going to figure out what to do next with my life because I am human too. We're all in this together. We're going to get through it. We're so close. Hopefully we're getting towards the end. I know it feels like it's never ending at this point and it's just every fucking week is a different mood. Like I said, that's okay, but damn, this shit is crazy. Thank you guys so much for being patient with me as always. Thank you for being in a mood with me today. I will, I promise, get to your hashtag my moods. All you have to do is email moodwithlornelizabeth at gmail.com with your mood and what you need advice about, and we'll get right back to the advice segment. Obviously, most advice is about the quarantine right now. So what else is there to talk about anyway? I will talk to you guys next week. Make sure to subscribe and leave a nice review. Five stars. Kindness only, please. Thank you so much. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Take a deep breath for me after this. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.